Dinosaurs, everybody. Welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. Yep. We're back. This is our first show of the year. It is. We haven't done any all year. To hang on. Long-time listeners will know that one of my favorite things to do at the beginning of New Year's, of the new year, is to make uh, quote-unquote all-year jokes, where I'm like, oh, we haven't done this all year. Haven't done that all year, and so on. It's a running gag without diminishing returns, I think. Mary sometimes disagrees. And so for this year, I only did one. I said, I'm only going to do one because I know it bugs you. And so I'm not going to do more than just the one, which I did at 12.01 on New Year's Day. I, I kissed Mary at midnight, and then at 12.01 I said, I kissed you all year. And I gave you another smooch, because I'm a romantic like that. And since then, she's been doing all your jokes. I'm funnier. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's funny when she does it. I'm obviously funnier. I mean, you are funnier than I am. Okay, sale wrap-up. So... We had a sale, and we wrapped it up. Just, just going through these topics real quick, are we? Yeah, um, so we have shipped all the orders... From the sale. The sale was much bigger than we had anticipated, about three times bigger than our previous sale. So it took us a while to get everything out. We did run out of a few things. Uh, some of those things are back in stock, like we are taking orders for Stilico and Wars Marcus Aurelius, which we had to stop doing at the tail end of the sale. Um, we have kind of a limited supply of those, but we're ordering more cards for them. We're also ordering more cards and getting more bits together for a number of titles. That includes table battles that hopefully will be back in stock by the end of the month, we're hoping. Other games that went out... We're waiting on wood bits. Yes, which we've ordered from Germany. Um, we paid for them. We're just waiting for them to arrive, um, which should be in late January, early February. That includes bits for At All Costs, uh, The Vote, Dual Gauge, Streets of Shadows. So we'll have those back in stock probably sometime in February. And we were talking about doing like a mini sale on those titles because people couldn't buy them during the entire sale. Now, the vote of Dual Gauge, they, they didn't run out until like the last few days of the sale, but those were big movers during our sales. So we're sorry that the games didn't all get there in time for Christmas for some people. You know, people celebrate Christmas and want it as, as gifts, but they, they will get there, you know, eventually. And a belated gift isn't so bad, I don't think. Christmas was a little weird. Was it? Well, in that... Did, did we experience the same Christmas? <laughs> well, maybe it was less weird for you because you didn't have to put up with my relatives. It was the first Christmas that I didn't spend at my grandmother's house. Now, obviously with the pandemic... I wouldn't have been doing that anyway um, if, if she was alive. But since she passed, um, there was you know no Christmas at Grandma's house. And uh, I've done that every year of my life up until now. So it's it's weird. And it's not necessarily that I, not that I enjoyed the food all that much. Um, or, or the company. My grandma's, grandma was okay, but the rest of my family, you know, not, not so much. Just, I will say the food was not good. No. It it was never good. Now, was our Christmas dinner better than Christmas dinner at, at my grandmother's? 
Yeah, it was fine. It was Fry's Day. That's when we have burgers and fries. So on Christmas Day, we had veggie burgers and fries. Our burgers are veggie burgers. Mm -hmm. So we have uh, burgers and fries every Fry's Day. That was my Christmas gift to you. Yeah. So so Christmas was no different. Another Fry's Day. You know what we haven't done in a while, Mary? A lot of things. That's true. Pandemic kind of killed everything. That that's true. Something we haven't done since the last week in November. Nope. We haven't released a new game. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do that. Yeah. It's gonna be uh, Empire at Sunrise. John Gorkowski. That's the second game John's done for. A third. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Lost huh. Provinces. Yeah. And Plan 1919. Well, I assume you know Plan 1919. Yeah. I I assumed it was Lost Provinces that you forgot about. I lost them? Yep. Empire Sunrise is about Japan during World War One. It's uh, operations in the Pacific with the uh, Japanese, English, uh, Russians, French, New Zealanders, Australians, all teaming up against the Germans. Mostly a naval operational war game. Uh, it's played on three maps, like one main map and two smaller maps with different I, I'm scales. Ass- I'm assuming they're... I know the Indians were there. I'm assuming they're including them in the British. The photo I used on the cover of the book, it was uh, Indians, British, and Japanese mm-hmm. posing for a picture. It must have been including the Indians in the British contingent. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's one land unit for the British, if I remember correctly. So that's kind of all the uh, troops they had in Asia at the time. But they'll be releasing either this week, like on Thursday, or be next week on Tuesday. We're still figuring that out. Depends, you know, what else we, we get up to this week. And after that, we'll be releasing the newest Table Battles expansion, the Grand Alliance. It's expansion number... Finally. V. Yes. I I do drive Tom crazy with that, the um, numerals. I I say Charles XI, Charles V, George V. I mean, luckily, none of our games have had, like, really complicated... Peter II. I don't know. How do you do, like, the 114th? I mean, that seems like that'd be a lot of... Yeah, fortunately, they don't go that high. At least they're not doing popes. Well... The popes get that high, though. They don't get that high, but there have been a lot of certain names. Yeah, like they get the, the, the teens and 20s sometimes, maybe. But Yeah. Well, we're going to be ordering the cards for that, actually with the order for our restock for the for Table Battles and other games. So hopefully those will be in hand by the end of the month, so we should be releasing the game by the end of January. It might roll over into late February. Uh, ah, no, sorry. So hopefully we... Hopefully we Hopefully, yeah, it better re- not be late February. Hopefully, we'll be releasing the game in late January. It might roll over into early February. You know, we just kind of play it by ear. We don't have real strict deadlines as to when games are released, other than we want to release a game with the sale, and then uh, every election day we've released a game. But other than that, we tend to just kind of play it by ear and move stuff around as we need to and get get ourselves the time we need to make the games the best they can be. Yeah, we go at our own pace. Yeah. Which is great. 
My pace has definitely gotten slower. Wow. There's been a lot going on. One advantage to us doing better with our, our, you know, as a company, growing as a company, is that we can afford to slow down a bit compared to the pace we were at when we started. Um, and we've also done pretty okay trying to get caught up on stuff. I mean, we basically got a full slate for this year, including a couple new games we're going to announce in like a minute. But, um, you know, a lot of big projects that we've had pending for a while, we've finally been getting them out the door. You know, at all costs, we signed that a while back and finally got it out last year. Um, there's some other titles like that. Uh, a rally and we were waiting around for a while before we released it. So, uh, it's nice to try to be moving back towards that kind of quick turnover scrappiness that we had at the start. Yeah. And I think we're getting close to that again. Hope so. Um, but we have two games. I don't really like that. I, I just don't like that long line of games staring at me. Yeah. I just want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think part of it, too, is when we were signing a lot of those games, back in like 2017, 2018, we were still kind of figuring out what works for us as a company, what we're interested in, what's going to sell. And we hadn't quite had it figured out yet, right? So we signed games that, you know, today, if we got them, we wouldn't sign them. Not that they're bad games, not in the least, but games that are maybe too big for us or what we want to do. Like a, a good example of that, you know, Horse and Musket has done really well for us. And it is within a, a certain segment of the market. It's like one of our flagship titles, and it sells reliably, and the expansions sell reliably. And it's nice working with Sean. It's nice working with Doug as a developer. But it is a lot of work getting those twenty scenarios together. Getting well, basically now forty scenarios a year together. Um, doing books and separate packs and it's like fiddly little stuff and it's just they're very big games and big games aren't really our thing we didn't really know that when we started because we looked at other war game publishers and big games is what sold um so you know if it was pitched to us today we probably wouldn't have signed it but i'm glad we did it, it it's kind of unusual in our lineup but you know it does no i think we would have signed it you think so yeah Okay. Well, it fits. It's not like some of the other games that require way too many pieces. Woodbits, I'm talking about. Yeah. And huge decks of cards. We can't handle 12, 1300 cards. <laughs> that guy with his cards. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I'm not going to say anything about the game, just the sheer number mm -hmm. of cards. If somebody came to us with something that had a couple hundred cards and dozens of wood bits, that's we can't get it in the box. Yeah, well, and that's one thing with horse and musket is that we—that's the one game that has one of the old boxes that uh, Blue Panther builds by hand mm -hmm. because it can't fit in our standard box. It doesn't 
actually quite fit in the box he builds by hand. Um, it's kind of overstuffed with, you know, five counter sheets, uh, three of which are these hex terrain tiles. Yeah, I would say the expansions don't have as much stuff. I mean, Horse and Musket, as, as a game, as a base game, could you have you blast us sometimes, um, you know, why don't you make one of the other volumes standalone? Well, as a standalone game, there's hardly any profit in it. It's really that first game is essentially a loss leader for us to make profit with the expansions. And I'm, I'm just really glad that Doug um, signed on as developer. Yeah. Uh, because I, I wasn't up to the task. I don't have the knowledge base um, or the experience. Another thing, you know, I was talking to Doug. You would have pulled out all your hair by now. I was talking to Doug uh, about the game um, on uh, the Armchair Dragoons podcast. I was I was a guest on that recently. Doug basically said, you know, Horse and Musket is essentially a miniatures game. I mean, it's played on a hex grid. It's played with counters, but it to him it, it feels has the the feeling of a miniatures game. It has that kind of flexible, somewhat fast and loose quality that you get with a miniatures game. And that's not really something that I know a lot about or that I necessarily click with as much, having a lot of optional rules and ways to customize it and whatnot. Um, hey, sweetie pie. Hey, monster. You would have been a great developer. She is a great developer. What? Wait, she developed something for our games? All your games. She develops my games? Yeah. So if you feel that my games are poorly developed... Or I, you know, I don't play test enough, or or whatever the heck, or they're broken or too fragile. You can blame our pussycat monster, and you don't want to do that. She's a sweetheart. You can't be. You can't. Why would anybody blame monster for anything? You've heard her feelings. You need to rate our games ten on Board Game Geek. All tens, because otherwise, monsters can be very sad. Yeah. I didn't know she developed my games. Oh my god. She's, she's really good. Boy, you pay a lot of attention. Well, the one thing you've said over over the years, yeah, Mary, you don't pay much is, attention. is that I'm very observant. <laughs> always aware of my surroundings. Yeah. We have two new games to announce that we signed recently, Mary. Yes. What are those games? Westward Rails and That Others May Live. And um, Travis knows about dinosaurs, right? Travis knows about dinosaurs. So he, he has to put dinosaurs in his next game. Because he did not put it in this one. And Westward Rails. And I'm very dinosaurs. upset about that. Yeah. So Westward Rails is designed by Travis. Brad Eagle. knows about the, the dinosaurs, and he still has not put any in. And The Others May Live is designed by Brad Smith. We really like Westward Rails. It has the feeling, I think, of like, like a 2010-era Winsome, which I think is really neat. And um, we're real excited about that. That's going to be a game coming out towards the end of the year, I think. And because Travis designed that train game, I don't have to do one this year. No, that is not correct. You just are refusing to do it. I told you you had to do it. Monster's ready to develop it. Yeah. You just uh, refuse. You're a stinker. Ah, did you hear that? She agrees. 
And then That Others May Live is the second game from Brad Smith, who designed NATO Air Commander. This is a solo game. Uh, this is about combat search and rescue missions in Vietnam, where uh, on kind of an operational level, you are deploying resources and uh, managing things to perform these rescue missions. Uh, and we're going to be opening it up for playtesting very, very soon. Uh, he's constructed a Vassal mod for it, and he's also doing a uh, video kind of tutorial to help people get into the game, because like NATO Air Commander, it's not super complicated, but it has some nuance to it. So it might be an easier way to get into the game as far as playtesting goes. We'll probably be putting out the call for playtesters there in our next newsletter, which will be when we release Empire at Sunrise. Those are two games that should be coming out in 2021, along with the other stuff, none of which right now have dinosaurs. Oh, God. But we'll see. Shackleton better have dinosaurs. The Shackleton game, uh, Endurance, probably will not have dinosaurs. Are you going to do Dinosaur Endurance? Probably not. Is that... It's always no with you. (laughs) Yeah, that that does sound like me. Yeah. Uh, So the thing is... uh, So the thing... Because I've been working on this Endurance game. uh, It's it's been kind of something I've been working on for a few years. But as far as actively working on it... on it. Uh, but the thing is, it's really harrowing and depressing uh, because it's just misery and suffering these guys went through like for two years and just every detail is just excruciating and and heart-wrenching and that's hard to sit with and, and immerse yourself in um, and to, to do a game about. So here, here's the thing, Mary. I don't want to put dinosaurs in that situation. It doesn't sound like it's fun for the dinosaurs. Again with the no. Dinosaurs don't like it when it's that cold. Well, why would they have to be in the Antarctic? Which wasn't cold back then. It could be anywhere. Dinosaur Supply Lines is on the docket, right? I haven't seen it. I'm not planning on it. There's Dino Westphalia, too. That's not a thing. No. Mm. Now, technically, technically, I think there's a yeah, there's a dinosaur on the cover of that. Cover of which? Um, Westphalia, because there's an eagle and that's the form of a dinosaur. Now let's talk about Jesus. He's not a dinosaur. Jesus is on the cover. Of Westphalia? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or someone else is having a really rough ride. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> to wrap things up for this time. This is the 119th episode of the Mary and Tom Show. Can you believe we've done this 119 times, Mary? Yeah. Okay. So, the next episode... Is 120. Good. I was in because I couldn't do the math. So I'm glad you were able to do that for me. As we usually do when we have multiples of 10 or 25 or whatever multiples we decide to... We're going to do a question and answer uh, podcast. So if you send us your questions, the best way to send them to us is through the Twitter. That's at Hollenspiel. Um, you also can put them on the Board Game Geek thread, Introducing Hollenspiel. We'll see them there as well. Um, send us your questions between now and 
let's say Friday the 8th of January and we will answer your questions on the next podcast. Also, send us the games you would like to see a dinosaur version of. No, don't do that. And that is going in the podcast. <laughs> this would be, be the whole podcast, just you lifting off dinosaur games. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Hey, whatever makes you happy, dear. Dinosaurs, everybody. <laughs>